Let's go. Let's go on a Thursday. I do have a correction to make right off the top. About three times yesterday in the 11 o'clock hour, as we welcome you to Cavens on this Thursday, I think I referred to free agency starting later that afternoon. I'm not even kidding. Whenever I left the station, as soon as the show was over, I realized it's, it's Wednesday. It's not Thursday. It's like I got two hours right, and then the third hour, suddenly my mind just became a sieve. But to defend myself, man, there ended up being a lot of activity in the NBA yesterday afternoon. A lot. So we'll get after the start of free agency officially. Coming up this afternoon, plus, as I hope you saw by now, Kate Horton is going to join us at the in the 11 o'clock hour. Joey Helmer has been kind enough to push to 1030, which means we got to get things going quickly here at Cavens, and we're joined right off the top by Gary Cavens. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing, Chris? Good. It's nice to actually not throw off Amanda's schedule and get her all mad at me and be here on a Thursday. I know, I know. It's a good start. It's a good yeah. week. Um, gosh, man, so many things going on that I want to get to get your opinion about, but uh, first and foremost, just let's talk about the expansion. How are things going in Dallas? How are things going up in Tulsa? Things are going great, great. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're really fitting in into those markets, and uh, our commercial maintenance team is doing an outstanding job in both markets. Uh, we're spending quite a bit of time in Tulsa. What? Um, okay, so we're in a we're in a time where it's kind of tough weather wise because. Where we and especially here in Oklahoma, right? Because we had a wild, a wild uh, rainy May, which and in even early parts of June. But Gary, we've ridden a bit of a heat roller coaster, and we're riding back up on it. For is heat a concern when it comes to mold? Where, where when we get these types of temperature uh, temperature fluctuations, what's kind of the biggest challenge for? environmental needs and things of that nature um it's really humidity or you know the higher the humidity the more the opportunity mold has to grow it has to have a moisture source for it to grow um and we you know the last couple of weeks really the last three days we've seen a huge uptick in mold uh but now that it's not as rain, raining as much and everything like that and the humidity's kind of settled out we're seeing it's kind of settling out a little bit yeah humidity is a beast i almost said another word but it can be just a <laughs> and, it, and i guess maybe the other thing too is a challenge for your workers right because there's only certain temperatures when you can get up on a roof if you're doing the roofing work that's too. right that's right you know last week it was so hot and it's so hard to get on a roof when it's that hot because you don't want to tear up the roof there's certain temperatures that you want to uh install during and you know this week's been kind of perfect it's been in the eight you know really not too hot you know, it's been kind of nice. Cavensconstruction.com is the website to check out all things that Gary and Cavens is about. And as I mentioned, OKC, which in the Norman area, which we talk about, Tulsa, and now in Dallas. But, you know, the, the one thing that is always impressive to me is how you continue to kind of grow the portfolio. Uh, but it always comes back to me to – uh, commercial construction and this growing maintenance division. I know we're going to talk to Jessica L coming up here in just a bit, but this um, this provides an an incredible service, the maintenance side for businesses all across uh, Norman, OKC, and Tulsa as well, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And you know, we're a general contractor, and you know, we kind of do everything, and that's what general contractors do. And uh, our commercial maintenance division does an outstanding job for all of our commercial clients, whether it's uh, the doors, uh, they need a door repair, acoustical ceiling repair, painting, drywall, flooring, 
uh, whatever they need, the guys do an outstanding job and they do a great job. Um, all right. So speaking of the maintenance side of things, you know, there's there's a tab on the website you can click on and learn a little bit more. Basically, you name it, you guys do it. Uh, drywall and painting, if it's roof repairs, if it's water intrusion. And I know this sounds wild to talk about now, but, Gary, snow removal is something that you guys take care of with the maintenance department. It is. It is. That's something we do with the maintenance. And uh, water intrusion investigation is one of the environmental services that we offer. Uh, you know, we have Cavens Environmental has several different things they do with that. It's carpet cleaning, air duct cleaning, dryer vent cleaning. Uh, then there's uh, mold investigation, mold testing, um, water intrusion investigation, um, and repair. And then there is um, also uh, water extraction, structural drying, um, you know, and there's just so much there um, that the environmental team does. And they, they're highly trained. We spend a lot of time training them, a lot of time developing uh, crime scene. Uh, cleanup and trauma cleanup is a new thing that we've added to our portfolio. Um, I've got certified in it and trained on it, and we've done a couple of them now. Uh, but that's another service our environmental side deals with. It's not something you know everybody is excited about um, per se, you know. But it's something that, when it's needed, um, you know, somebody to clean up biohazard and stuff like that, we're we're, we're we can handle that. Um. You guys are very active on Instagram, and I like some of the things that have been popped up recently, and it's something that we try to talk about and remind people quite a bit, is this goes beyond just commercial on the residential side of things. You know, it's it's summer, kids are home, um, you maybe you're host of 4th of July, a little bit too late for that, but that deep, clean feeling where you can clean your carpets, air ducts, dryers, vents, and tiles, and it's a safety thing too. It is. It, it, you know, it, it helps with your allergies. It helps with your health. Um, and it's, you know, it's just nice to have a clean home, too. Um, and then a couple of other things I saw in here. I, I like this. You'll put your you'll put spots up of your guys in action and some of the things that you're dealing with. Gary, I think it helps to open the eyes of just, hey, this from as simple as, well, as simple as carpet cleaning and things of that nature to as in-depth as a massive um, water intrusion or a massive uh, tree falling on a house. You guys can take care of any a little bit of everything. That's right. You know, we're one-stop shop, um, and, you know, we're a very, very unique company that we can help really help you through the process, not only through with your insurance, uh, but through the process of getting your house home or business put back together. Uh, when you have any of these uh, events that happen, we have a group of outstanding public adjusters we work with, too, if they're ever needed. And we just, you know, we really are just here to help in any way, shape, or form that we can. Um, because, you know, when when you have an event like that, a, a water flood, a fire, a trauma cleanup, or, you know, any kind of situation like that, it has to be handled a certain way. And you need to know that you have a team in your corner that can handle it um, from start to finish for you and get your lives put back on track. Uh, and I, I saw this, too, and I wanted to mention it before I let you get out of here. You're always looking for help. You're always looking for good help. You're hiring right now, and you can apply online at CavemansConstruction.com. That's right, 100%. And check us out on Facebook. Um, Instagram and Twitter, uh, we we stay pretty steady on those, putting out there what we do. Um, so if you're interested in what Cavens does, because we do so many different things, that's a good place to follow us and kind of learn more about what we can do and how we can help your company or help you in the event of, uh, you know, any kind of environmental loss. You're the man, Gary. I appreciate you, dude. All right. Thanks, Chris. That's Gary Cavens here at Cavens Construction, 405-573-3048 or online at cavensconstruction.com. It is 9-11. 
on a Thursday morning. We say hello in the Brown O'Haver studios to Josh Helmer. Good morning, Josh. And a very happy Thursday. Good morning to you, my friend. How are you? We, I, I'm, I'm good. We had two. I, I don't think the DeJounte Murray trade yesterday was surprising. We saw that we saw that he was on the block, I guess is the best way to put it, right? Not that he was not that he was unhappy in San Antonio, right? It wasn't that he was throwing a fit or anything, but it was that San Antonio was unlikely to pay him. So when I saw this morning that he had been well, this morning, late last night, that he was dealt to Atlanta. I wasn't surprised. I was fired up for Trey Young, which, by the way, I did have to laugh. I like Chris Haynes. I like Chris Haynes a lot, okay? The Yahoo Report. I think he's he's going to make a lot of money. But literally, Trey Young sent that. Did you see the tweet that Trey Young sent out? Uh, no, I have not seen it. All right. Well, as soon as the deal went down, Trey Young literally sent out a tweet that said, the bleep just got real. Let's get busy, my brother, at DeJounte Murray, was the tweet that he sent out. And then like five seconds later, um, Chris sent out a tweet that said, according to my sources, Trey Young is very happy about this trade. And I just had a laugh. I'm like, Ugh. Chris Hayes is going to make like a billion dollars in his next deal, and he's basically – his source is Trey Young's Twitter feed right now. I, you know what I was thinking about doing? I was thinking about retweeting that tweet and saying, I can confirm that Trey Young is happy based on his Twitter feed. But anyway, back to the point. But I'm not getting off track here. DeJounte Murray deal was not a bit of a surprise just based on how the Spurs weren't going to, weren't going to pay him. And then secondly, Josh, the other big story that kind of surprised last night, James Harden. Decided to opt out of his deal, but but apparently opting out of the deal in a way to help Philadelphia is did the Grinch's heart grow ten sizes yesterday and, and James Harden realized maybe they needed a little bit more help in Philly? Because by the way, they already have four of the highest paid dudes in the NBA on their roster and the highest paid coach right now on their roster too. I mean I don't really know what other help they might need with Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid already getting paid. But how about that from James Harden? I don't think he also has a ton of options out there, does he? Probably not. And it could be massive. Could be massive for Philly. They've got the $10.5 million exception. And we'll see if they can't use that mid-level exception a little bit too and reshape that roster. So that's the type of move that a lot of times you need to see made in order to build a championship roster. Is James Harden still the player that they can go win a ring with? Well, that's certainly, it appears up for debate after this last set of NBA playoffs, but this is a team friendly move. No doubt about it. Um, anything else kind of catch your eye yesterday? Uh, the opting ins we all kind of knew about. There's still some buzz trying to be, uh, generated for a Kyrie Irving move. There's, it's kind of nice to have a day where there's so much NBA stuff that seems to be going on over the last 24 to 48 hours in player movement. Uh, anything else kind of catch your eye? Kimba Walker, that the contract buyout there is interesting. You tell me, what, what kind of a player do you look at Kimba Walker being right now today? I... <laughs> I don't 
we he's been how many different places has Kimba Walker been over the last two years? I mean, I'm I felt like whenever he ended up in in Boston, remember when Kimba Walker ended up in Boston? I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, it's it's a great deal for Boston. They got Kimball Walker from Charlotte. Was that part of the uh, – was the Kimball Walker deal part of the deal that involved uh, – hold on. Or they just signed him as a free agent. I can't remember if he was part of the of a trade or if they signed him as a free agent. No, no, no. They signed him – sign and trade deal with Charlotte uh, whenever he ended up in Boston. And I I kind of thought – with you know the Al Horfords and the Kyrie Irvings there, I thought that might be a pretty special core. Um, but of course, I don't think any of the three ever really ended up playing together heading into that off season. And his stock dipped. They didn't know with the Knicks, and he was with the Thunder for a little bit. And I, I think, did he even end up playing all that much last season as far as his numbers are concerned? I don't know. I, Josh, it's a great question. He only played thirty-seven games last year, and he only averaged. Uh, uh, 11.6 points per game, and he was three years removed from becoming a tw- being a 20-point-per-game scorer. So I don't even know what to think of him right now. It could be a nice addition somewhere if Kimba Walker isn't looking maybe to be the superstar anymore, right? I mean, you'd love to have Kimba Walker as just a rotational piece, take a chance. Uh, you would think so. You would think so. But – I mean, what is he going to want, right? What is he expecting to get paid on that front? Uh, he he reached a – whoa, hold on. That's right. He had been traded to the Pistons, too, this offseason, right? So, in the span – Last week! In the span of a year, he has been a me- – uh, let's make it two years just to be safe here. He's been a member of the Celtics, the Thunder, the Knicks – the Pistons, and he's about to go on his fifth team in the span of two years. From a guy that at one point was considered to be a franchise piece, right? When sure. Kimball Walker was in Charlotte and, and went to Boston, there were many that thought, wow, Boston just made the move that's going to get them over the edge, and it never happened. Boy, I'm telling you what, this the NBA is a slippery slope, dude. Whatever you fall, look at, I mean, look at James Harden. Look at James. Look at Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook was the toast of the town in Oklahoma City. We put him in the Hall of Fame when he decided to stay here and not leave when Kevin Durant did. They had a party whenever Paul George stuck around. And now he's, in some people's mind, Westbrook and he's trash, right? I mean, Kimball Walker four years ago was a ah, cornerstone piece. I mean, dude, it is wild to think how quickly stars diminish in the NBA. It can happen, yeah. O- overnight. Almost. And Russell Westbrook, it's not like he's not producing any statistics in the NBA, right? I mean, I think part of it for him was he just got caught up in really a bad situation in Los Angeles all the way around. Not excusing some of his poor play. Obviously, there there was that. But uh, the way he gets talked about is like he can't play at all. And that's just kind of the the nature of the NBA when you've been a superstar and all of a sudden maybe you're not quite that anymore. It's tough, man. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of commodity he might be. Is that a fair way to put it? I I know we've got to be careful here, but I don't know what kind of commodity he would be for a squad. 
Okay, here's the other one, then I'll move on. I can tell you're not too as fired up. I can tell you didn't listen to the Low Post podcast and live the NBA like I did last night. I am so drunk with NBA right now, it's not even funny. Um, Do you expect a big day? Do you expect a day of surprises or shocks? I don't know that it's going to be some earth-shattering day, but I would imagine that something we're not expecting. I think we've already seen that. I I wouldn't have been – forecasting Murray to Atlanta, would you? Um, I, I, I get the buzz that started to build that he was going somewhere. And I think I'm not going to be – I'm not trying to sit here and say, I called it. I'm not trying to go Arnie Spanier on you. But I, I think there had been a lot of buzz building that Atlanta was going to put together a package to go get him. So it was either Atlanta or the Knicks. I think the, I think the biggest thing will just be to see what the Knicks are going to do and I saw – listen, I was living way too much on Twitter last night, but I saw Jason Smith's tweet where it was like, the Lakers have to do something. And I think to myself, do they? I mean, they, they have to stay healthy is what they need to do. So if they have to do something, I mean, listen, they've, they're like Texas recruiting. They've constantly won the offseason. So I don't necessarily know if it's something where they need to go out and make a move right now because they did that last year and it just didn't work. Well, so I, I think for them, it's staying healthy. So I don't think L.A. is going to be too active today at all. And they have no space. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, what move can you make when you've got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook under contract? The, the move that they need to make is trying to figure out which of those stars they want to move, which obviously would be Russell Westbrook. But then who possibly would be interested in that? And what are you getting back? I don't know. That's a great question. Well, and and here's the thing is, okay, so going back to listening to the Low Post podcast yesterday with Zach Lowe and Bobby Marks, Bobby, you remember yesterday whenever we started digging into the Lakers' future draft picks? He said in order to trade Russell Westbrook, uh, you would have to give up maybe like two first-round picks for someone to take on his salary. Well, and that's kind of what we said yesterday. Yep. I mean, mean, I'm not anti-Russ. So I think it's the most ridiculous thing you could ever do if you're trading away a guy and you're not getting anything in return, but you're also trading a couple first-round picks just to get rid of him. I just, it, it wouldn't make no sense. It is, but you've got an aging LeBron James. You, True. You've got him paired with Anthony Davis, and the Lakers don't operate in the same orbit as the rest of the NBA. They can rebuild quickly through free agency where others can't. So those first-round picks aren't as important to L.A. as they would be to many other franchises. Even though when they use them, they actually hit on them. What's up, Brandon Ingram? So, I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to see how today plays out. Though I think the most excitement you had took place last night. I don't know if it's going to get much juicier than a DeJounte Murray trade, but I hope I proved wrong. Real quick, OKC, we we expect a new deal with Dort, or do you think someone's going to come and try to get He would be a fascinating fit in a place like Miami. Yeah, he'd be a nice piece for them, wouldn't he? Somebody that can provide a little bit of scoring here and there, but obviously really, really good defensive player. I think Oklahoma City wants to keep him around, so we'll see. All right, um, I agree, and I think they're wanting to do it with maybe a, a, a better deal, too. All right, it is 9-23. Whoa, where did this first segment go? So remember that segment 
yesterday where we talked about not freaking out about recruiting. Boy, you couldn't have a worse one-two punch than what happened as soon as our show wrapped up yesterday to help calm the old concerns. Uh, We'll get to that coming up here in just a bit. Plus, Cade Horton will join us at 11 a.m. this morning. We'll also talk with Joey Helmer from OUinsider.com at 1035 right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into The Plank Show with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Are you in the Brown O'Haver Studios today, Josh? That's not a good sign. You know it. All right, there we go. <laughs> so I, you, you got I got to punch some buttons. My bad. <laughs> uh, do you know what's funny is the problem that we had just to go completely breaking down the fourth wall. The problems that we had last week with this hot spot, uh, no problem now, none whatsoever. It works fine. Tell me how much sense that makes. Does that make any sense to you at all? Well, I'm taking from your comments. You have tweaked nothing. Nothing. And here Nothing. we go, running smoothly. Not, not not a thing has changed, Josh, and it's running smoothly. All right, Air Comfort Solutions text line if you want to be a part of the show, 405-651-3439. Where do we start with Cole Scott? Cole Adams? Did I say Cole, Cole Scott's my guy at Washington High School? I'm sorry. Where do we start with Cole Adams this morning, Josh? <laughs> I don't know where we start with Cole Scott, but heck of <laughs> he a should football be getting player. A co- Let me tell you something. Cole Scott should be getting a scholarship off. That's where we should start. But no, uh, Cole Adams, where, where do we start on that front? He's not I coming mean, to OU. That's where we start. So is it worth the panic that I'm seeing on this website, Twitter.com, or no? I don't think it's worth probably the panic that we'll hear coming on the heels of it, but – I understand why fans are frustrated, and yes, there's a very realistic chance that Cole Adams, we look back and we feel like he's one of the in-state guys that got away, and really it's uh, for no other reason than, well, Alabama's a, you know, Alabama, but Oklahoma didn't really from the onset sort of make him a priority. They took a long time to offer. Question, question, hand up in the back. Is this something that we can blame on the previous staff? Or was this? did this carry over a little bit to where uh, some of the – should have been a first priority for a new staff and wasn't? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know. I just know that he's a stud, and every time I watched him play, he was fantastic. And uh, our, our guy Kendall would tweet and, and text about him nonstop. But I just – I don't know. Is that something where you say Oklahoma took too long to get in the game on him? So just as kind of a in-state how do you do right now, right. By, by Job is somebody else from Community Christian that all of a sudden these last couple of days has picked up a pair of crystal ball predictions to Michigan State. I would put by Job in the category of, I really fault the previous staff for sort of giving him the impression that, again, he was not a priority, and when he came on his visit to Oklahoma, it wasn't just the full rolling out of the red carpet, right? Right. I don't know that I can award that same pass here with Cole Adams. I think they were just slow to the punch across the board. Old staff, new staff, the the whole way. So – to you, it's a okay. I'm, I'm just going to try to break down the fourth wall because last night when I saw the Colad, 
Did I say it right? Did I say Cole Adams right? Cole <laughs> yeah. Adams. When I when I saw the Cole Adams news, I I texted you right away and said, "Oh boy, um, we're gonna take some heat for my everybody calm down because nobody's gonna be calmed down after this because a lot of people would look at Cole Adams as being a guy that could maybe settle the waters of those who are not happy." And and listen, I think there's a fair point to be made here, Josh. The Oklahoma recruiting waters are incredibly calm right now, and it doesn't appear that much is going on. Meanwhile, it's going crazy over at Texas, right? And you're seeing five-star after five-star and four-star and three. You're seeing dudes commit like crazy. And the, the Oklahoma guys that you're seeing that are committing outside of Jackson Arnold, who seems to be pretty good based on everything we see coming out of the Elite 11 camp, right? It seems as if most of the guys in the – in the Oklahoma fold are three stars. Now, this is that moment where I just want to hit pause before we go any further and remind you of something. Here's Texas's recruiting rankings over the last decade. The only years you'll notice a hiccup is a year when there is a coaching change. In 2022, they were fifth. In 21, they were 15th. Prior to that, eighth, third, third. In 17, they were 25th. They were top 10 in 2015. They were 7th in 2016. My point is, this has never been an issue for Texas. They've always recruited well. So the, the idea that Texas is having a burnt orange wave, if you will, while Oklahoma has been kind of quiet and, and these seas are calm, I think it adds to it a little bit. And, Josh, I don't know if me trying to use historical perspective will calm some people down right now. I don't think there's any doubt that the Arch Manning news and the wave of commits for the Longhorns following it has a lot to do with why the fan base, a portion of it, and it's not everybody. There's some fans out there that are very, very plugged into what the Parker Thunes of the world are saying sure. on air right here every single day from 12 to 3, and obviously the work that he's doing over at OU Insider, which friendly plug for him probably a good time to go ahead and get that subscription sure but and if you are plugged into what Parker Thune is saying then probably you're not as worried about what's going on with Oklahoma because you've got a good understanding of some commitments that are going to be on the way today and into next week and throughout this month of July to come but if you're not and you're kind of surface level and you happen to scroll over to the 247 Sports Team recruiting rankings and, oh, by the way, you see, uh, well, First Take and you see Undisputed and you see SportsCenter and you see everybody breaking down this Arch Manning news and the number of recruits and commits that have followed, that can, that can bother you a little sure. bit to see that Oklahoma's not, not even in the top 25 of the team recruiting rankings. But keeping a level head here and understanding that the next couple of weeks are going to be big for Oklahoma in really the entirety of the next month, and I think two months, for OU are going to be big in the commitments department is important for Sooner fans. It's not going to be Cole Adams. We know that. But uh, I think OU is going to be okay. Um, 110% committed. I would like to see the number of times when someone is 110% committed and they still end up going, not going to the school. I wonder what that percentage is at this point. But I'm not 
I'm not trying to say that it, in, in question by any stretch of the imagination that he's not 100% committed. Someone points out on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, Anthony Hill, too. Yeah, uh, the number one linebacker, Anthony Hill Jr., has made his finalist list, Texas and Texas A&M, which is um, frustrating because he had taken official visits to Alabama, Oklahoma, and USC, and according to his tweet, schools that are no longer in contention. Now, this is also where I, where I try to play sane person every now and then and say, let's not forget, the portal is real. So just because you don't get a guy first year doesn't mean eventually he might not end up and you want to make that impression. So this is where I urge you to not unleash your reign of bleep you tweets at a guy just because you're not in his final two. But, I mean, this is just – I don't want to say frustration – Josh, but fan uneasiness maybe is a good way to put it? Or is frustration okay? (laughs) I think both would apply. Frustration in some corners and concern definitely. Mixed in with that frustration for the frustrated folks and then just concern for some folks like, ah, I'm not not angry yet, but we're getting close if we keep going down this path. Relax. R-E-L-A-X, relax. It's going to be fine. The next couple of weeks are going to be huge for OU. Next month's going to be big for OU. I think the rest of the summer is going to be big for OU. All right, quick quick break. I want to continue this. You guys, hit me up with your thoughts on it, 405-651-3439. In an hour from now, Joey Helmer is going to join us from Air – Joey's going to join us from Air Comfort Solutions. Joey's going to join us from OUinsider.com and kind of just give us that feel for the – kind of the buzz on on the OUinsider.com message boards. And, of course, Parker's coming up at the top of next hour, or the uh, end of this show at, at noon with the Steel Man to kind of give you all the details you want. But with the Cole Adams news from last night, it really seemed to kind of set things into a completely different gear of frustration for people. And I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sitting here. I'm writing a piece that's taken me three days about the excitement of the 2022 season and things like this. I mean, I'm – it, I'm, I'm a believer in Brent, so I, I'm not going to get too panicked about any of these. But that's me, and I don't live and die in the Cruton world like some of you do, and that's fine. But a quick break, and we'll talk more about it next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. Uh, to complete our complete coverage of our day here at Cavens, Jessica L is going to join us coming up in our next segment, so we'll be fairly quick here. Uh, with Josh Helmer, I'm Chris Plank. I've, I've made a decision, Josh. This has been a pretty tough decision to make, but I'm just I'm giving everyone the warning right now. I'm no longer I'm mute isn't doing the job. If you're somebody that constantly tweets about politics, I have to unfollow you. I just can't do it anymore. I can't. I literally saw a sports dude that was I, good job. The, the, the January sixth hearings have been just the most hilarious thing, and of course my wife's all over it. But literally. Like a sports dude's like, holy ass. And I'm like, oh, no, what just happened? It's like, did you hear what this lady said about Trump grabbing the wheel? I'm like, Listen, NBA free agency is going on. What are we doing? Stop it. The girl's story ended up proving to be not true anyway, and everyone's losing their mind. What are we doing, Josh? What are we doing? I'm not a get-back-to-sports guy, but my goodness. Social media has been... A beautiful thing and a fun thing. For politics, it has been the worst possible thing in the world. You all have, uh, you all have been warned. 
You all have been warned. Uh, welcome back to the Plank Show with Josh Elmer. I'm Chris Plank. I just can't do it. it it's kind of, it's kind of funny. There is this tweet that's making the rounds from a Texas A&M coach that uh, mentions money during a recruiting trip. Have you seen this? Uh, Ewers Barber tweeted it, and I guess the tweet said, "Y'all are getting our the." I haven't listened to the full video yet. I just heard one phrase, and it's like, y'all are getting a lot of money from the people behind these suites if you decide to come play here. And now everyone's kind of like losing their minds about it, both positive. Some are saying, well, it's just, you know, he's looking at it from the amount of people that are going to be in the stands. But it does it does kind of further that narrative, Josh, that, yeah, this whole we didn't we didn't buy any players. We didn't. I asked every single one of my guys. And you know how many of them had an NIL deal? One. It's like it does kind of further that narrative that maybe Texas A&M is being a little less than upfront about the way things went in recruiting. We didn't buy any players. It was the boosters. <laughs> it was the boosters. Right, exactly. Nobody on this staff bought the players. <laughs> um, do Okay, here's my question. Here's my question. Do When you think about Cole Adams – Right, specifically, because, uh, again, super secret Textoso line is blowing up right now. Do you feel like that Oklahoma blew their shot at Cole? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I don't think that he was a big priority early for Oklahoma. And then you had the decommitment from Ashton and Cozart, and that's kind of not, – not that OU hadn't been – Talking with Cole Adams, but, you know, I think his offer came after Cozart decommitted. That's what mm-hmm. uh, Parker Thune was sharing with John and I on our podcast last night. Which so we're going to play at 10 a.m. this morning. That, you know, like Parker laid out, and he did a really good job uh, breaking all of this down. The optics of that, like put yourself in Cole Adams' shoes. You're waiting on the offer from the in-state program. Somebody else decommits, and then that's when you get your offer. You you wouldn't feel like you were kind of really high up on the priority meter. Um, here's a question from the Big Bad Wolf, and then well, Jess Jessica's in here, so we'll here grab the headset. We'll just do this now before the break. Make it easy on you. You're very busy today. Um, the Big Bad Wolf writes, people might be starting to give into the thought that for the first time Texas might actually be back. Are you buying into that, Josh? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. M- maybe nationally, but I don't think Oklahoma fans feel that way. I think Oklahoma fans are just frustrated that they don't have their own bevy of four- and five-star recruits. I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, let's get caught up on a break, but before we do, Jessica joins us from here at Cavens. Are we still going Jessica L? Yes. Jessica Lyle? I'm still Jessica Lyle. We don't change the last name yet? Not yet. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I don't know. Did, oh, yeah, we had you on the last yeah. time whenever I was sick and I stayed at home and you guys were here. Um, but your role here um, is not to talk about Stephen, your new husband. Your role here <laughs> is to – I will talk about I, I, We can talk about <laughs> Stephen if you want. Like Seems like wonderful. a cool guy. Um but our role here is to talk about commercial maintenance and the role that it plays. First of all, kind of tell us, and Gary had alluded to it back earlier in the uh, in the show, but take us through just what you guys do for businesses whenever it comes to the cur- commercial maintenance side of things. As much as possible. We try to say yes to everything. It is 
hard pressed to get a no out of us on what something we won't or can't do. Drywall repair. Yep. Broken window. Yep. Uh, leak. Yeah, love those. Need to re. <laughs> <laughs> Those are one of my favorites. They're more fun. Um, but it, really, in a time whenever we've seen maintenance uh, departments, they've maybe more people are working from home. Maybe they're not as necessary as they are. You guys, though, can still be that maintenance department for people, and it doesn't have to be a full-time person mm-hmm. on staff. You're their full-time person on it, and you're the point person for all of us. Take us through how it works. Um, it's, we try to make it as simple as possible. You can request work from us. On our website after hours, you can text me anytime, you can call our office. So, I mean, any method of communication works for us. We try to make it easy on people. Tell us what you need. We can almost always get somebody dispatched, if not the same day, the next day, depending on the type of issue. You guys, um, yeah, as you said, 24-7, 365, the emergency mm-hmm. part of it is is a big deal. But that also means you have a lot of people, and you're always needing help. So we are, yeah. we're hiring right now, right? Oh, yeah. Take us through what you're looking for. We've got a um, little bit of everything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We really uh, are excited to hopefully find some more painters, drywall guys, environmental-type guys, regular general maintenance handyman. Um, it. It's it's always funny to me because these are all things that I want to be able to do that mm. I can't do, right? And so that's where <laughs> Cavens comes in. But, you know, and I was talking to Gary about this as well, and you can probably speak to it better than anyone. Um, I, I just said tunnels. But it, when you think about your vents and you think about all uh, throughout your – your uh, air ducts and things of that nature, you got to make sure those are cleaned out. And that's, Mm -hmm. that can fall into the commercial maintenance window too for companies or even on the residential side. Yeah. We do a lot of air duct cleanings in businesses and in rental type properties, apartment complexes, those type of things. So, I mean, I would also encourage people that are renters to take advantage of the knowledge of those are services you can request from your landlords and property managers if you feel that you know your unit or where you're staying might need some some upkeep Mm -hmm. or environmental work which would be air duct cleaning dryer vent cleaning you know that improves your utilities your air quality and it's something that you should be comfortable asking for i agree anything else we need to make sure we mention while you're here are you doing all right oh the inhale we haven't talked about you chris i'm good i'm good i just during the heat all right, your boy sometimes struggles with his asthma. Yeah. Maybe being a smoker for about ten years had something to do with that. But I just keep it handy with me just in case. That was I very considerate. Covering COVID. Hey, listen, Jessica cares about me. I she do. every time I walk in, it's like how's it going? Now she ignores me when I leave, but I understand that because it's like get him out of here. I'm tired yeah, we're <laughs> done I'm with you at this point. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm the the only person who dislikes me more is Amanda. And in fact, she's already even gone, so it's good to say. But I guess the point. <laughs> More than anything else. It's all lies. I am good. I am good, but you're even better because you can help people out here That's at Cavens. That's true. It's beautiful. All right. Um, thanks, Jess. Yeah, thank you. You're awesome. You wanted to get some sports takes in there before you go? Um, Have you been dabbling more in the sports world or no? I watched the college baseball. And? Um, you know, I would say that I was really proud of how far OU got. And, I, you know, they seemed – like well-behaved young men also out there. Look at that! I thought it's nice. I'm always watching that. 
Like that when they kept playing that Notre Dame team, some of uh-huh. those guys seemed a little feisty, like yes. glaring at the crowd yes. a little. Yes, look at you. And I was like, well, that's just not acting right. <laughs> it's not acting right. Well, I have one of those guys, Kate Horton, coming on with me later in the show. He did so well. Is know, that a right? breaking ball, what they were calling it? Look at this, Josh. Look at you. What? Slider, breaking ball, well done. Jessica L., she can give you all this baseball knowledge by calling her here at Cavens mm-hmm. at 405 573 3048. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, we'll thank a, you. Take a time out. Come back and wrap up hour number two next right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Stick around. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. Right here on the Ref with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Pierce, the intern, is running the show today. We'll hit more of your air conference solutions at text in about 30 minutes from now. So keep them coming at 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. Thanks to Jess for coming by and talking about all the great things they have to offer here at Cavens for your uh, business and home. Jess was quite a hit on the on the text line, which is always good to see. Quick segment here before we get to hour number two. But uh, do I have the expressed written consent of the Locked On Podcast Network to play a little bit of what one Parker Thune said on your pod last night with John Williams? Absolutely. I think we repurpose it because, quite frankly – Parker does a lot better job than probably either one of us on, on this topic could do. I agree. I agree. Um, and I just – gauging the temperature I, – I, I guess I could have chose not to bring up recruiting today. Right? I could have chose just – listen, let's not – we don't have to talk about Cole Adams. We don't have to talk about um, – I can't even say the other kid's name now off the top of my head. By Job. By Job and the concern there. Because has he officially committed or is it just? No, and actually okay. he announced his final three and it's Michigan State, Alabama, Oklahoma. But So you're still in the mix. Yeah, I- it, it just feels like because the crystal balls are coming in for right. the Spartans that it's headed that direction. So when we come back, I want to play what Parker said on Josh's pod last night. And then we'll go around. And, of course, Parker's coming up at, 11 a- at noon today. At 11 a.m. this morning. Mountain time. Cade, Cade Horton will join us. That's right, halftime of the show. And at true halftime of this program, uh, we'll have Josh Helmer from OUNs or Joey Helmer from OUinsider.com. I'm off to a sterling start. I haven't even had one cup of coffee yet. So let's get that rolling and get going an hour or two right here on the ref.